Hello and welcome back to Den Den Murphy, brought directly to your Den Den Mushy. We are back in the new year to talk about more One Piece. How are you doing, Suki? I'm doing wonderful. Hello, everybody. It's so great to have you back, and it's always great to talk about more One Piece. We have some chapters to catch up with. We got chapter 1036 and 1037. So there's a lot to go through. And yeah, you know, we the last time we talked, we did discuss a lot about Zoro versus King and the fight has finally come to an end. Yes, and- I incorrectly predicted that the, the fight was not over with King and Zoro. And then the very <laughs> next chapter, Oda's like, want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He, he, he heard it and was like, all right, now you think you got me. I got you. Yep. <laughs> I do, I do love how Oda has this thing of like the big moments, the big defeat. And then there's just that little extra to go like, oh, he took him down extra hard. <laughs> the king of hell. Oh. What a great know, line. Because Zoro needed more badass moments. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I love I loved that visual of him with the uh, emperor's hockey or conqueror's hockey and him just like the king of hell. But then, like, the Goofy, he's so strong, he can literally hit air to push himself back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one piece. <laughs> That's not for, like, Sanji, you know, can literally walk through the air. That's True. a thing. <laughs> True. I, I just want Sanji and Zoro to have a competition who can stay in the air. Longest you just see, like, Zoro hitting with both his swords that he's constantly, like, staying in the air. <laughs> I, I need another crossover between Toriyama and uh, Oda where, where like Goku's just like, how are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> that seems exhausting. <laughs> I, but like what I love about this is like when you, you go in, you see all oh, his, his wing is gone. I don't see him regrowing that one. And like we get another flashback that surprised me i thought like the last flashback already gave everything away but yeah joy boy makes a return or at least a return reference that's quite interesting i think joy boy is probably going to be pretty prevalent all throughout from now on like it's pretty solidified that that's the path we're going now yeah definitely because they're they're building up that connection but the thing is is like there's this beautiful contrast with a a smiling uh kaido it's just so weird like him being joy boy the guy who always looked like he's just really pissed off all the time <laughs> I, I forget who pointed this out but it's it's kaido not sharing his sake true actually yeah and the 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 whole thing with joy boy is he wants to share it all with everybody actually yeah that's an interesting thought especially uh with the next chapter um where where a lot where you know alcohol plays a big role in sake i'm curious i'm curious how they're gonna i feel like because they already the moment that uh luffy lost the big comment from kaido was you couldn't be joy boy either so i feel like we're getting into short flashback thing to find out why kaido lost that luster i guess yeah, it's it's probably about time for the Kaido flashback. Because especially like Oda humanizes him, especially like this, like last chapter with the flashback of him 
kind of laughing and seemingly showing that he does care for the people that work for him. Cause we, you know, queen was always a very selfish character, but King actually believes in Kaido. Like he, he's, he's pretty much a parallel to Zoro, especially with both of them saying they'll never lose again. Yes. Hence the two flashbacks. And then Oda, the genius that he is, did you notice which wing was clipped off of King? Yeah, the right one. I was like, I see what you did there, Oda. <laughs> you are not as subtle <laughs> the, as you think. The right you. king of the uh, the right wing of the pirate king. <laughs> Cut off the right wing of the wannabe pirate king. <laughs> I, I just like it's such a dramatic moment, such a great victory. I think we've discussed that about this before, probably Zoro's best fight in a long time. Well, yeah, he was actually pushed for once. Yeah. I'm but even sure. the, I like he's not scarred or anything. So I don't even think he was pushed. I think it was just like, I can't figure out what I have to do to fight this guy. Yeah, he's, he's just like, I have to use my head. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't feel like he was like, st- I still don't feel like he was on a back foot. He was he was tired, but also to be fair, he had the entire Kaido fight in advance as well. Like he was holding his own with Kaido already. So the guy was already tired. Then he has that super elixir that's kind of giving him life. And I'm curious if that's going to have any drawbacks on him. No, that's going to be another badass moment on top of everything else in Wano. He's be like, nothing happened. The sequel. Again, the sequel. <laughs> the nothingness. <laughs> the nothingness again. <laughs> I'm fine. It's just and now this time he's just laying there unable to move. What happened? Ah, nothing. Can someone bring me uh some alcohol? Pick me up. <laughs> yeah, because that medicine is what like uh he'll feel everything twice as much afterwards or something yeah. like that. Oof, oof, not again. <laughs> so it's like we get it, Oda, he's a badass. You don't have to keep doing this to him. <laughs> I feel like I'm so scared for like his big final showdown. That guy's just going to be like a wreck. <laughs> the scary thing is he, he like as strong as Zoro is, we still are led to believe that he's weaker than Mihawk. True. Unless they had that battle and we just never saw it. But like, how does like just imagine? Well, Mihawk's the only guy who joined you know who worked with the navy as a former pirate and he never had a crew like how powerful is this dude <laughs> oh he's about to join uh shanks's crew so well that true at least that's my that's my theory that's uh, that's everyone's theory though i think i i think he will because it makes the most sense but it's still like the, it always opens up the question if Zoro defeats Mihawk, he reached his goal technically. So is Mihawk going to be part of Shanks' crew? So does that mean Shanks' crew is like the final showdown or is it the government or is it because we also still have the whole connection between Shanks showing up at Marichois. So I'm not, you know, is does he have any connection to the Celestial Dragons? Like that, there's a lot there. I've been reading a lot. I think people believe that Shanks is the son of Rocks. That's 
I'll take that over Shanks as the secret villain of One Piece the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that definitely. He can be the son of the bad guy, but don't make him the actual bad guy. <laughs> I'm what I'm curious though is we still have like we get a tease in chapter 1036 with Big Mom still fighting law in uh Eustace uh kid. Um I, I'm curious if we're gonna get them taking her down or not because at this rate she is uh she's pushing through. <laughs> I I think we are. I think that they're gonna put her down, and then of course Luffy Luffy's already told us he's gonna be Kaido. Yeah, well, he we know that part, but I wonder if they're gonna take him down around the same time, like so both uh em- both emperors of the sea go down around the same time, or perhaps it's you know Big Mom first and then Kaido, or, or if Luffy really wants to put them in their place and be like, I am Pirate King now. He should just come on down after the fight and be like, you're not done with her yet? What the heck? <laughs> just one punches her. Just out <laughs> just of nowhere. Out too. <laughs> <laughs> what took you guys so long? <laughs> just dragging Kaido behind him by the horns. <laughs> I-, I would simultaneously like love that moment and then absolutely hate that moment because it makes Law look weak. I thought so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fun thought experiment. I doubt, I, you know, you doubt it happens, but it'd just be so funny. Just especially not even like showing him coming. Just you see the punch and that's it. It's just like, boom. <laughs> like, I know that fist. <laughs> <laughs> that seems familiar. But yeah, I, I think that would like severely damage Law and Kid though. <laughs> yeah. Especially because they're kind of building up that these three are the next generation of the emperors. So, which it's kind of sad that like Luffy takes down Kaido on his own and Kid and uh, Law have to take down Big Mom together. Well, I mean, Kid has to carry Law. That's all it is to it, okay? It's it's a (laughs) handicap. Law is strong enough. Kid needed a hand. Because Law still has his arm. Lost actually yeah the one guy who kept his arm is the more powerful one kid you couldn't keep your arm loser yeah law lost his arm but then put that thing back <laughs> what, what did you do put some metal there <laughs> it's uh, it, it's huh law is just carrying kid that's all it is all right <laughs> I would, I really hope we get another chapter of just them two, the two of them having to work together, just somehow push through. And it's just kid getting more pissed off in law, just staying really cool. And it's just like, why are you so calm? <laughs> uh, I, I just, I need more of, more of like law and kid and Luffy together. Cause those three, their dynamic is just hilarious. Yeah. Especially I want to see Luffy's reactions to them having their awakenings. Well, I'm sure. I, I suspect Luffy's gonna have his pretty yeah. soon. There's a there's a big there's been a lot of hints. Like Oda loves using character development for other characters to hint at the main character's development, which is really clever. Mm-hmm. We'll and get into that in uh 1037. Dun dun dun. Though like this the like stick 1030 around. <laughs> stick around. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next entry of One Piece. <laughs> if only you could like enter the 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 song that's 
Did you know that the uh, the One Piece, the the song they always play between the two parts of an episode is trending on TikTok and no one knows what the song is from? I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts a little. Every time I hear it, it's like, oh, it's the... Oh, they don't know what it's about. <laughs> yeah. There are several things as a One Piece fan that hurts. Watching a video with someone who thinks they know about One Piece and you instantly hear them say Monkey D. Rufy. And you're like, nope. I'm oh, out. yeah. Zolo. <laughs> <laughs> or like the tweet with, I skipped Sky uh, Skypea. Wait, you did what now? I mean, I, I, I... At the time, I understood skipping Skypea because it did seem to drag. But like I said, that that's the whole like the argument of binging versus chapter by chapter. Yeah. Because if you binge it, it doesn't drag as bad. And that's yeah, why I, One Piece is like so I've reread One Piece like six times. So, <laughs> <laughs> But like that's something I'll say that One Piece has the advantage. There's a lot you can get out of it from rereading it. And it, it makes you reevaluate how you approach each arc and what you take away from each arc. So that's kind of an exciting aspect of it that I think is always that makes One Piece so special is that it's like one of those really easy to get back into. Yeah, it's a thousand chapters, but no one's saying you have to read a thousand chapters in two months. <laughs> Never understood the whole it's too many chapters argument. Like when I sit to read a book, I don't look how big the book is. Yeah. I just open it up and I start reading and then I stop when I want to stop and then I continue when I want to continue. I mean, it's just like any other book. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend, I, he, he like, he's interested in it, but he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I have the time. I said, you know what? Just try out, read it. If you like it, the beginning or the first arc, continue reading. If not, take a break and do something else, you know? There's no, no one's forcing you to it, but you know, it's, it's an investment that you, everyone decides on their own, you know? And then that's kind of the thing. It's like some people like, well, uh, you know, manga is more difficult to get it than comics. I'm like, you have to get into comics You read a Batman story. And there's like references to stuff that happened 60 years ago that it, but that's okay. But, you know, reading one piece where you pretty much can read from chapter one, as long as you want, that's too difficult. Instead of finding three different renditions of Batman to figure out why this villain's motivation is the way it is. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Trying to start into one character. You're like, which one do I start with? <laughs> uh, so Moon Knight's coming out on Disney plus. So you can read the 2016 version of Moon Knight, but you really need to know Mark, uh, the Bendis' version from 2014. <laughs> But there's also the original version from two from 1995. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, say everyone I have recommended One Piece to, they always they always come back the same way. It's like, oh my god, there's so much, and then they finally start reading it, and sooner or later, as soon as they're caught up, why do I have to wait for the next chapter? <laughs> When's it release? <laughs> this sucks, <laughs> especially because next week is a is a break again so it's like at the same time it's like it's not just waiting weekly it's sometimes two weeks sometimes three weeks <laughs> oh my god but i mean like i have to remind myself like oh this is for otis health yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's guy, good that he's finally taking breaks though you never know how much time he's investing with the live action show as well so the guy or in movie red is coming out i feel like the guy says he's taking breaks but taking breaks is just working on something else he's like point. i'm taking breaks from one piece i promise okay over here in the live <laughs> action and then i've got the movie <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to have to do some calls. Oh, what a Gotta good write break. for the video game coming up. Oh my God. <laughs> His breaks and our breaks are very different. My break is I finally do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I could finally take out the trash. <laughs> Has it been that time yet? <laughs> uh, it, but speaking of trying to go down the checklist, Look at that segue. <laughs> a lot of this, like a lot of chapter 1036 is kind of catching up where Yamato is. I love we get back to Mononosuke still doing the same thing. He's still there. Oh, no, let's just know. He's, he's still there. <laughs> he's still there. He's still trying to pull it away. The burning hatred is still on its way down. But it's like from the visual, it's very, very close. And Yamato is like speeding her way down there. But I love that, like, this guy's just sleeping in front of the gate, and she has this new uh, Fuga, I think is his name. And she says, oh, ram him. Yeah, Boom. she's like, I have no time for this. Take care of him, please. <laughs> I love I love this <laughs> face. That one panel of the face of the guy who's getting crushed kills me. <laughs> I love Oda's freaking reaction faces sometimes. Like, Enel is still, like, ingrained in my mind yeah. when he <laughs> found out that Luffy couldn't be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That is still absolute peak of that moment. <laughs> That's like peak Oda face, I'll call it. That that I was playing um, Pirate Warriors three, and uh, that that cutscene played, and that kind of what got my friend into One Piece because he saw that it was what that face. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> it's so good, it pulls you in. <laughs> But like, I, I also love, like, we have this entire chapter. And I think one of the highlights for me is Usopp's big speech of telling the samurai stop giving up, which is like, especially coming from Usopp and his entire adventure. And the entire time he's just crying because he's scared. <laughs> yeah. What is it with uh, you samurai and your damn death wishes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the brief cool, I'll leave you both and save my own skin. And he just gets <laughs> mad at them. <laughs> Classic Usopp. Uh... It's, such a, it's such a good moment. And I love just Izo coming in, being a badass with the guns. And just him like, oh, take them to safety, God Usopp. You know who I am? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I absolutely love how Usopp is like the most cowardly, the bravest all at the same time. <laughs> and Oda like manages to perfectly balance that with him. It's, it's so good. You know what I, I, especially with his Elbaf connection, you know what it makes me kind of think is that maybe Oda is going to use that aspect when he meets the giants. Cause uh, the giants are inspired by Vikings and there's a, I don't, do you, have you ever heard of, of Vicky the the Viking? I or, or Vicky and the Strong familiar, Men? No. So that is a a pretty much a story by. It, it's a little tough to say. So it's 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 really famous in Germany, um, and it was. But it's like German, French, Austrian project. And it's the story, it's pretty much the story of these Vikings. It's like this young boy with this group of Vikings. And there's a storyline where all of them kind of learn what it is to like, they're all, oh, we're the proudest men's, but he's like the small kid is like the smartest of them. So he gets them out of everything. 
And it's like the whole lesson is, is that being scared and being thinking things through makes you the best Viking and the bravest warrior. And it's like kind of what they're doing with Usopp here. <laughs> I will have to read into that. I didn't know all about that. I, I I can check then. Uh, it's it's kind of it's something that I grew up with as a kid over here in in Austria, and it's it's they even like the funny thing is that show they got a live action movie, and they they did a casting show for the actors, and it's all of them are complete nobodies. They're like new guys, and they all got the role because they were so convincingly playing the characters. And one guy was trying, he came up, he's a, a very well-known Austrian uh, German actor. And he's like, I want to be the, the, the father guy. And he's like, I'm sorry, you're just too good of a villain. So you're the villain now. <laughs> I mean, some people have that face. Yeah, <laughs> some people just have that. <laughs> but I, I feel like that, that maybe they're trying to pull in, or I could imagine that's his arc of, because his goal is to become the bravest warrior of the sea. So him still being scared as a point of reference of being, you know, making him strong and not being a weakness, what we see here really well is what I feel like is his arc going into that storyline. Yeah, we might we might get more Usopp love going into Elbaf. Oh man, I can't wait. I I, <laughs> I loved him in this chapter so much. It's like, okay, let's get let's give this boy some more. <laughs> I will I, say one thing Oda's managed to do is um, I used to be very like not a fan of Ustop. Yeah. And then uh, the, the way Oda's managed to turn that around to where Usopp is definitely like one of my highlight characters. He's really good at that. And like, like you said, the, the fact where he's like, oh, cool. I'll leave you both to die. That's fine. It's like, wait a minute. Why did I even show up then? <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> that, that switch from like complete coward. to. <laughs> he's such a good straight man in this series where everyone's just bonkers. <laughs> now, I wonder where Nami is like he last time we saw him, he was with Nami. So I guess she had to run ahead. Uh, don't we see her? I thought we, no, no, we don't. Okay. Yeah, we only see the giraffe guy show up who whose head is the person. <laughs> Still yeah, a weird we, ass we design. See that we see uh Izo comes in to save the day. Focus have... on your survival if you truly believe in straw hat Luffy. <laughs> I love that a afterwards we get into back to Rizo with I, what is his name? Fukuro Kuju or something. Oh my god, I love that part. <laughs> they just they both have paralyzed each other and that's all they're doing on fire he's like you call this heat i don't even feel it <laughs> also a cool callback to the whole you know odin thing oof yeah <laughs> poor rizo mean, if 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 the guy who has like taken you who has inspired you so much was able to like support you while he's burning alive yeah i think yeah. i would stand in the fire to try to emulate that too. <laughs> you don't hurt me <laughs> but it's just so cool and and again it, go, it goes back to like if you look at rizo he's just he's this silly looking dorky ninja thing yeah and then oda always manages to take that and then make them like this super badass. He he doesn't like he does use funny designs, but it never takes away from character. Even 
uh, Fukurokujo, like his design is kind of silly with the long ears and the big head, but like he's still not like he he still is a threat. He still can hurt the for everyone. That's why they're fighting. I I and it's something I've I've noticed a lot while I'm uh, going through and like rereading older uh, Shonen series, like rereading through Bleach, rereading yeah. through uh, Dragon Ball and Naruto and all those. And like, while Oda's is definitely like by far the silliest out of all of them, <laughs> even Dragon Ball. <laughs> and yeah. Dragon Ball was pretty silly at times. Like, remember, there's a bunny on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Oda has by far the most silliest designs, but the the themes he puts in there and that he makes everything like so relatable where his world feels the most realistic out of all of them. Yeah. It's very grounded. It's very, it opens a lot. And, and I think that's, that's fantastic in how he does that. And, you know, each character, it's a character first design second. Mm -hmm. and, and it's such a great philosophy where even like, where we're like, oh, these are goofy cartoony designs. And later on we learn like, no, the guys with really long arms, they're the long arm tribe. It's an actual tribe. So it's like world building at the same time. That's why it's, whenever someone's like, I don't like One Piece, it's too silly. I'm like, yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go away with that argument. That doesn't count. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I could completely understand how it looks cartoony as heck compared to like all the other animes. But like, that's just Oda's chosen style because the way he he grounds it all, the way that you can actually feel some kind of connection with these characters and you, you see him do it in like several different arcs. Probably yeah. Marine Ford would probably be his absolute best. Yeah. As far as taking all these characters, like, like Endgame, except he didn't do it over like so many movies or so many chapters. Marine Ford was a very short arc. Yeah. And he managed to make each one of those characters fleshed out and where you felt something. Oh, man. Alone the moment with Ors Jr. and his hat. and Which was leading to Wano again. Yeah. Oda's like, hey, Wano, by the way. I, I really like Wano. <laughs> I mean, Wano's third act is now just as long as the entire whole cake island arc and it, it, it both it feels like it and it doesn't feel like yeah it. it like there's so much happening in a single chapter like in the like alone this we're not even what ha, you know a little three quarters through we still have a rochi's return x-ray gets taken out you know we get a short recap and then it all ends with luffy versus kaido there's so much in this one chapter, but it feels so fluid. Yeah, I, I think Wano is like one of the, the first times where I've actually kind of almost felt lost in One Piece. Yeah. Because like everything going on in Dressrosa, I was still able to like remember like as the chapters went by, I was like, oh yeah, this happened. This Wano, and we've talked about this several times. I always feel like Oda just constantly like, like punching me in the face with this new info. <laughs> so I forget the other things. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened too. Holy crap. And oh, yeah. like I have to reread Wano again because uh, like oh, we're definitely. getting to that point again where it's like okay I feel like I'm missing a bunch going on still. 
<laughs> yeah, especially with what they're setting up. It's like, were there hints before? Um, with like within the next chapter, like there's even a callback to Luffy and Kaido's first fight. There's just so much in here, and and a lot is happening. But it, it's like at the same time, you feel lost, but never like in a bad way. It's just more of a, oh, wow, yeah, I remember these guys. And now oh, CP0 is here. The world government's here. The whole, oh, now they're chasing Robin. There's so many moving parts. But he's still like, and then he has these short like, oh, uh, just so you know, this is happening and this is happening. And you're right back into the action. It's just, it's crazy what's happening. <laughs> and this is this is what, to me, uh, separates Oda from like his, his peers in Shonen is there's all these moving parts yeah, and he is able to keep them all going. They all make sense. Like everything, all of these balls in the air at the same time, and he's just sitting there juggling them. No issues. Yeah, not not a single. It feels like it's way easier than what it really is. Probably, like we we said we said in the past, we want to see what his like freaking red line board looks like with every connection and whatnot if he even has it gotta have like there's string just all over the place i'm telling you his assistants (laughs) are connected to it (laughs) every time they move it expands (laughs) he's just got like this this one hideaway house and it's nothing but the entire one piece layout inside there (laughs) he just he walks in the walls are littered with the history the it's the house is literally the answer that we've been looking for. It's laugh tail. His the because, house. Yeah, because like everything is either either he's had it planned the entire time, which is just a whole nother level of genius, or another level of genius where he's literally making it up and it's still all working all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it just he's just like oh that's interesting i'm gonna take this out for later and it's like oh yeah hey you come back now <laughs> like because you could tie everything back it's insane and that on top of the fact that everything post time skip parallels what came before like it's not just that there's a story happening but at the same time visual parallels connection story arc parallels like the fact of how big this is, it just feels like it gets <laughs> bigger and bigger with each time. Like the entire time, I feel like Oda's laughing because you know, he he still has that final battle that he clearly has planned out because he's like, oh yeah, no, that's going to make Marine Ford look like nothing. Just wait. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's just every time people are like, oh my God, that was the best chapter in the world. <laughs> I wonder if there's chapters that he's he drew in advance just because he wanted to draw them. Like I could imagine there's something, some part of it that he just really wants to have ready when he gets there. And it's just like hanging in a vault somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure he has it like a, at least like character designs. Oh, he's like, oh, I like I came up with this idea. Oh, you know what? I'll use that later. I, I have an idea for that. And like, well, like he's just a whole nother level of writing genius to me. <laughs> I mean the red shank para shank shank the red hair, what the shank's uh pirate crew finally got their name, so <laughs> yeah. So who knows how long he's been holding on to those? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't give them out in the SBS at one point. True, normally he would have. He he kept them. Those are special. 
They're half those of those SBSs. Like that's another thing. Like where Oda utilizes like everything he has. Where like he'll do these like joke answers in SBS, but then those joke answers. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was kidding? I can't wait for all the weapons to turn into people and. <laughs> Oh, God, Oda, it's just. Uh, I love it. I, I love it. Like every chapter I read, I just have a big smile on my face and I'm just along for the ride. And that that's probably why my friends hate me, because I won't shut up if they haven't read One Piece. I'm like, you need to experience <laughs> this. We, we're, we're balancing it out with the with the podcast. It's just. <laughs> Here it's here we all talk about it. That's why we're here. <laughs> I mean that that's all we want. We just want we want to share this journey with others. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Though I I think you know speaking of um all the build up and everything, I think we should just jump into ten thirty seven because somehow ten thirty seven feels like it just stepped up from everything before by like a thousand and and i i think the big moment is we got kaido versus luffy which god damn that it looks like great choreography as as he goes through his different drunken stupors <laughs> oh yeah the anime is gonna be great at that moment oh yeah i love his uh the, the one version where he's just laughing his ass off and then you just see him smiling while just going like lightning hammer just like aha uh-huh, it's a joke because he's drunk he's hammered <laughs> what i love is like the, the complete flip-flop because normally it's like the opponents getting mad at luffy yeah because like luffy's not taking things serious and then luffy's like i'm always serious and then this time you have kaido who's just like having the time of his life and luffy's like you're totally drunk you better not use this as an excuse <laughs> <laughs> But it, like I, I love the fact that it kind of is just it, they're he's building a parallel between them. Is that you know even though he's in a drunken stupor, he's taking this fight serious. Yeah, and it's it's like with Luffy when he does his stuff where he's being super serious. It's just the way he fights, and I think this is like probably the first time where he's drunk to fight and not just drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just anytime we talk about Luffy and you know how he doesn't take things serious in fights, but he is serious. I, I immediately I know I've mentioned it several times, and people are probably <laughs> sick of it. I don't care. Water Luffy is still the greatest thing because <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk about, that's instantly what pops in my mind. <laughs> it's it's that or the uh, Tank Man for me. <laughs> Tank Man's another one. I just love Water Luffy just because of the ah, I sprung a leak. <laughs> That's true. I was like, oh no, how did this happen? <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. And so, like, every single time we talk about the fight, I'm talking about Luffy. That's what pops in my head. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I do love that. Uh, that in this, like, it feels like luffy is the most serious he's probably been in a fight in a long time in regards to how straightforward it is about taking him down but like i love that he takes the the hit from sanji where he hit kicks him from behind it makes me wonder if we're gonna have another sequence where he does something that's similar to zoro to be like oh how they're they're his wings and he learns from them as well maybe because it would be interesting 
I don't I I don't think like Luffy's the most serious though. Like I think uh so far against Dofi was like that was serious pissed off Luffy. True, yeah. Whereas this he's still smiling throughout. Like he is having a blast. True. He had he had anger against Dofi. He was like learning or or frustrated with um uh what's his name with Katakuri. And here he's he's having a fun fight. Yeah, you you actually see him smile throughout the fight. Yeah, and I can't think of a fight where he smiled like that. Though I have to say, where he uh, when they do their headbutt, like I could feel that just the way he drew it, where you see like the blood splurt, it's like oh, <laughs> like everyone says that like Oda doesn't do good fights. Like that that's always a complaint I, I hear is that oh well one piece isn't about the fights. I'm like, it is though. Like the fights are so well done. Yeah. Especially and they're, they're, they're so meaningful. It's not like, oh, this guy's trying to destroy the world. We have to stop him. There's actually a buildup. And it's it's the thing is like, especially with uh like with Luffy's, there's a lot of themes going on. Like here, them having fun and the whole reference to Joy Boy, it just makes sense. They're going at it. This is this is the final straw for both of them. They know it, and they're just gonna go in and have fun. Yeah, they're, they're having, they're going all out, but they're having a blast. And honestly, like I don't, I don't feel any like. This is probably the first fight where I'm not like, okay, Luffy, you have to kick his ass. Yeah. Like I love Kaido as a character. Like he he is definitely like war- I've warmed up to Kaido. Uh he, yeah, he's the antagonist. He's done some evil things, but like I still rank like Dofi more evil than Kaido. Well, the the evil thing he did is pretty much destroying Wano. But mostly it seems that was a, you know, Orochi. Yeah. And I feel like it just seems like Kaido is literally the muscle. Yeah, that's all he really is. It's Orochi who sold it to him. And I think if he didn't sell it to him, he would have been like, all right, I'm not going to touch it. But like, that's the kind of thing where you go, okay, what happened to change him where he also learned, you know, I cannot be Joy Boy or I lost. I feel like he lost something. Especially with him, you know, literally putting exploding cuffs on his daughter. (laughs) That's all right. She's she's gonna become a straw hat. So <laughs> I still I still one of my favorite sequences where he takes them off and she's like, "You were really trying to kill me." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you said you're Odin, the guy who tried to kill me." So, so yep. yeah, what'd you expect? <laughs> you think you're gonna get get away with it? <laughs> but like any of other, any of other Luffy's fights, I've always had like this because Oda does this amazing build up. And to where by the by the time that you get to that peak, you're you're like you're you're ready. You you need it. You you need Luffy to come and brighten those skies for you because Oda has done such a good job of you know making you feel like crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and so it's like, all right, Luffy, you need to bring joy to the world again because I I I I need I need to smile. <laughs> And like this is the first fight I can think of where I I haven't felt that like against Kaido. Yeah, this has definitely felt like okay, yeah, Luffy's got to fight Kaido, but I haven't felt like I need Luffy to fight Kaido. 
That's I true, need yeah. Luffy to punch Orochi. <laughs> <laughs> or cut his head off. That's, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just keep that one going. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to imagine how we would do it. It's like, swing. How did, what? Well, he has, he has, uh, doesn't he have gum, gum, gum scythe? Oh, he does. Yeah. He's so powerful. His leg turns into a blade. <laughs> so yeah, he, he does have that. <laughs> it's, it's for some reason, it just reminds me of when he got the, his hands on the sword to look like a real samurai and then punched people while holding the sword. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> it's like, do you even know how to use a sword? Gumbo, gumbo, punch. <laughs> Just the anger Zorro. from Zoro was just so good. <laughs> his smile of see, seeing his captain again was gone fast. <laughs> oh my god! Because even I was like, like I, I, a part of me knew it wasn't going to happen. But there's that part of me that was like, oh my god, does Luffy actually like? Was he trained in sword by Rayleigh? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Luffy's going to have a katana because I remember. Um, when I was collecting the One Piece uh, swords off Amazon, and I think yeah. you could still find it, there was a sword that said Monkey D. Luffy's sword. Really? And it's just, it, it's just a, a sword that he uh, he has on one of the covers one time, and that's it. Huh. And so, of course, they, they sell that. And I was like, what? And then, so that immediately brought that to mind. And they look kind of similar. I'm like, oh, my God. Has Oda had it the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> but no, nope, just, just a throwaway gag. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just how he's built different. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is One Piece Captain, Mon- uh, Captain Monkey D. Luffy sword. Look at that. And it's pink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, if you look at the sword, you're like, yeah, that definitely looks like something Luffy would like have. He just have it for aesthetics. <laughs> I got, I, I, I am Pirate King. I must look the part now. <laughs> I do always wonder what happened to uh, Gold Rogers' sword. I mean, was the sword special? It was one of the few black swords, I think. Okay, I, I I can't remember if we we've established that or not because, like I said, you know, Wano has just so much in it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine though that the ending? Because we know that Roger got executed, but we don't know where he's buried or what they did with his body. Could you imagine they get to joy uh, to uh, Laugh Tale and then find out that Shanks buried his body there? I don't see how that would be any kind of big thing though i don't know it's just it was in my head because i imagine it like with the sword in the grave similar to what they did with whitebeard because his uh giant uh staff uh staff sword thingy was also in his grave yeah and then ace is a dagger or whatever with him that was the only reason I thought of it. But, I, you know, the thing is, we don't know if how they're going to bring if they ever going to bring Gold Roger back in any way with some kind of connection, because we're still trying to figure out, like, what is it with Shanks? And we have there's so much after Wano. It's like it's I don't think he's ever going to finish this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will say if, if if it turns out like Goldie Roger is alive, I think I would actually be upset. I don't think he's like, alive. I doubt like that. That would be the first time I'm like legit upset with Oda. 
Yeah, I, I, I trust Oda not to go that route because I, I could think of many mangas where they would likely do that at the end. Yeah, I, I just I can't imagine it. I don't think that's like anyone who dies in a flashback is the only time you actually die. <laughs> so, uh, Ace and Whitebeard, touche, and Except- Mary, you monster. <laughs> that wasn't a flashback. <laughs> It's a flashback now. <laughs> oh my god! I just read that chapter again the other day, and Ooh. I cried again. Like you even know it's coming, and you're still like, "Oh damn it! <laughs> don't, don't make me go through this again." Dude, when I when I uh, reread uh, the whole Odin death, like that brought me to tears too because that's such a heavy scene. Especially his smile as he he dies in the water. It's like holy crap! So like uh, Oda, like. He hits you on another level with the, yeah. the emotional impact of his writing. He does. And it's just, it's such a gut punch where you're like, oh, this is. I, I, I think the only one that he missed on, for me at least, was Ace. It's, that's a tough one because there's already so much that happens in that. There was, but we didn't really get to like fully know Ace until yeah. after his death. And then we got the flashback. Now, had he done the flashback and then Ace's death? Yeah, I would have sobbed like a baby. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Then at the same time, we're like, what about Sabo? <laughs> yeah. But like, like, so Ace is like the only death where I didn't... Yeah, it's the only one I didn't cry because I didn't feel as attached to Ace until afterwards. I mean, I did cry because the last words he did he gave to Luffy were heavy. Uh, Whitebeard's death was also pretty heavy. It's like, the thing is, there's so much in that arc that it's really heavy to kind of digest all of it. And and once it's all over, you're like, oh, that... <laughs> Maybe we should do that. We should go. We should uh, go through the older chapters sometime, maybe like during breaks. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Go revisit the chapters, catch up, and be like, "So, how did you cry this time?" I, I, yeah. I, I just cry this time. I had a box of tissues. <laughs> yeah, I was good. I, I'm sitting here with a bucket of ice cream. I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I put I put out the tweet because uh, there was that artwork of uh, Nami, and I was like, man, when, yeah. when the live action hits that moment, I am going to sob like a baby because that that moment meant something else to me entirely for the Arlong arc. Like that is why it's cemented as like one of my top arcs. And that that's the thing when like anytime you're doing like ranking lists or something, there's always that emotional connection as well. Yeah. So, you know, I might have connected with something more deeply because I was going through something at the time. And so that was like my saving grace. So there is no arc better than that to me. Arlong will forever be my number one. And I'm going to cry like a little baby when they hit the live action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to embrace those tears. <laughs> ah, yes. The, like the thing is, on the one side, you have like these strong emotional moments in this series and then at the same time especially with this chapter when oda just pulls out the what the fuck kind of moment with freaking uh i always say the name wrong so it was a zal um with the elephant showing up out of the shadows 
Uh, Holy crap. Uh, Zanisha? Zanisha, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you, you skipped a moment. Oh. You okay. skipped a moment. Before that, and I think, um, like, I have a theory about this myself, because uh, we're at the uh, Mary Jo on the red line. And they're Back talking to the about elders. Everything- yeah, they're talking about everything unfolding in Wano, and then they talk about a uh, a devil fruit. Hmm, a secret that, devil fruit yeah. whose name has been changed and has not awakened yet for centuries. Hmm, and then why would yeah, why would the world government bother to give that one specific devil fruit another name? And then it, it zooms in on uh, Zanisha arriving at Wano. So it's it, it feels like something where you go, oh, it has to do with Zanisha. But this is Oda we're talking about. I, I do not think it has anything to do with Zanisha. No, I don't either. But you have a theory, One, you said. Because uh, Zanisha is like thousands of years old, so they wouldn't have a chance to change any name related to that. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> like, if Zanisha's been a devil fruit the entire time, how would they change that? It, like, with how old it is, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, the only devil fruit that we've talked about in Wano is Luffy's. True, with the whole fact that the world government had it and it was stolen. Hmm. But I like, mean, perhaps, perhaps, and this goes back to that that theory that i threw away a while ago when yumi first started this podcast and i was talking about how um, i forget where i read it but someone had the idea of like luffy has like the king fruit or something because like everything like bends to his wake yeah though is it like like, uh, and hawkeye touched on it at uh, marine ford where he's like he has the the scariest ability on these seas he makes you like bend to his his will and makes you want to follow him but it does make me wonder what is it that they changed the name why is it why is it the rubber fruit like how does that connect well, I mean, if you had a if you had a fruit and you put in the definition as makes makes people like bend your will or whatever, I'm pretty sure people would want it. Whereas if they hear it's a rubber rubber fruit, you become a rubber man. <laughs> no one's gonna take this serious. <laughs> that's that's just my theory because like I don't see Oda bringing another mystery fruit when he's dropped the mystery of the gum gum fruit true like a lot of it is built up to with luffy's fruit being special they're going out of the way to kill the former cp member who failed to keep it safe the so, big question so I, I i firmly believe that this this is he's talking about uh, luffy's fruit though i wonder if the awakening connects to the eventual gear five or gear fifth what if luffy's been awakened this entire time that would be an interesting, like that his powers literally, as you said, draw people in. Yeah, it just draws you in. It makes you want to follow him. So it's not as goofy as that just the environment turns into, because actually, if you think about it, the awakened fruits of characters has affected their environment outside of, because Doflamingo controlled an entire town as if he had strings throughout the entire town. Besides the fact he could literally turn anything into strings. Could work. 
that's so just, like, that, like, that's my that's my harebrained theory at least it just it it kind of matches up it feels like something the government would definitely want to get their hands on yeah it's it's the fruit eat uh emo was look uh emo emo yeah uh who was looking for all this time and she's pissed someone else ate it <laughs> yeah and then, and then we have uh we also have that uh that that mystery with the straw hat which uh i crap i wish i could remember where i read these theories but um another content creator because i don't i don't want to like take this idea but uh i think it was teching i'm not sure but i think it was teching i could be wrong uh was talking about how perhaps that's like a machine that like gives prophecies and that's why we see the smoke and the straw hat Mm. that could be i mean you know a lot of them a lot of people are kind of on the that's the hat of joy boy Though a lot of people saying that the original Oars was Joy Boy. There's so I, many theories. I don't, think, I don't think the original Oars was Joy Boy. There's so many theories out there, though. Like, it's crazy. I've seen someone say that the Awakening is that the his his rubber fruit is actually a mythical Zoan type of the Monkey King. There's so many theories already out and there then- just with this alone. Because we, we, we saw when we saw the uh, the straw hat and smoke or frozen or whatever it was, it looked like yeah. smoke to me. Um, we also saw Luffy and Blackbeard's pictures. True. And now Blackbeard has the dark fruit, which draws everything in. True. Now, this might be me reaching, but that kind of goes with the whole luffy bending everyone to his wake kind of thing just luffy, just thoughts yeah luffy represents kind of free will connections human connections while blackbeard is all about selfishness drawing in what he desires materialistic desires and stuff like that could work but that, that's that's why i firmly believe that Oda is talking about luffy's fruit right now I mean, I've also seen theories that it that the connection is probably with the uh, I think Dango fruit from the the little girl. Is that that's the awakening they they're referencing? So that's why uh, Zunisha is suddenly nearing Wano. Uh, I Zunisha was either called by Momonosuke to help him. Oh, true. Yeah. Or Luffy's cries when he was underwater because he does have the voice of all things. Yeah. And we're still not sure how that fully works. We do know that Luffy was somehow able to speak with Momonosuke while he was underwater and Law's crew heard him. Yeah, true. So Luffy, I don't know how, somehow has like some kind of telepathic ability at that moment. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that was very maybe that's the awakening hmm. so that that would be my guess is either uh luffy unknowingly called zanisha or momonosuke called to get help the interesting thing is did you notice that when zanisha shows up that the guy one guy says there's a huge shadow up ahead but zanisha is behind them what's ahead of them uh i think he means up ahead from his lookout maybe i don't know 
I mean, there's if you look at the drawing, it seems like there's something dark because he said because we see like where they're f- driving, they're going towards uh, Wano, and he says there's something up ahead. There's a huge shadow up ahead, and then all of a sudden behind them, Zunisha shows up. So that's I just think that's interesting. I, it could be that he just means what he's looking at. It's just up ahead might be a, like a a translation error potentially or just a misleading translation. But it's, it's just interesting because he just, like at the same time, Zunisha has to be somewhere. He's been going for years to be somewhere. Is it Wano or could it be, uh, uh, what was that island called where rocks got taken down? God Island or something? What if the island is, uh, no, Onigashima when it makes sense? Never mind. I mean, Onigashima is still the theory that the skull or the castle it looks a lot like it could have been a skull from the oars. Though we also don't know much about like the the race that Kaido's from, because that's also a big question mark. If there's something they're building up with that, yeah, the the Oni race who uh, are uh, rejected everywhere except you know among the Straw Hats. Just sad. <laughs> I'm gonna keep pushing that one Wait. all year <laughs> <laughs> until it happens. <laughs> it's gonna happen, damn it! But like that's that's the thing. What makes this so interesting is like. We we thought we're nearing the end, and then freaking Zunisha shows up. Then I'm like, oh, the awakening of that fruit. And you're like, what the fuck does this mean now? What 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 else are you gonna do, man? That's classic Oda. Because uh, I thought we were at. The, I was like, okay, now we're getting the Luffy and uh, Kaido fight, and then we're we're gonna we're gonna finally climax from that, and then we're 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 almost out of here. We're almost out of Wano, and then it was like, ah, more mysteries. Is that what you asked for? I said I would end it in 2022. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I had some ideas. You see, <laughs> this is like the moment where everyone in the office where they draw is like, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Though I love that Zunisha showing up answers the question very likely, will they be able to have a party on Wano? <laughs> oh, you know they're going to have a party. It makes yeah. sense. Now, but now, now there's have, no... Now you'll have Zoe, and now this is where Carrot gets her goodbye. I'm going with the straw hats, because that's happening as well. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. <laughs> Telling you, they fit. they fit too well. And Luffy's it does crew is so diverse. You and have it, one of every race. Yeah. I mean, it would mirror very well, like the whole because technically around the same time, Nami and Zoro join because it's like Zoro's chapter is so short, and it, Nami's is pretty is very short too, that they technically could be counted as because they're also like the main members early on. Before they get to before they get to Usopp, so technically it would make sense for this long ass big arc that two characters would join because we need the parallels and we didn't have many people join the new world. It's just one. Well, that's because you you have a lot of people who have like the, this this feeling of like they don't belong unless they they've been with Luffy like yeah through all of this. And I'm like, I, that's not like again. I'm going by Luffy, and Luffy does not feel that way in the slightest, and you know he doesn't. And Luffy stated time and time again to him, Pirate King is the freest among the seas. And the One Piece world has nothing but slavery. You have the rejection, like like uh, 
Yamato said Onis are like rejected everywhere just because of what they are. Does it not make sense for the Pirate King to have a crew of every single race? Yeah. He's the one who brings Big Mom's vision to life the right way. Yeah. Like that, that, that to me cemented that Yamato and Carrot are going to join. Yeah. Oh, Not to man. mention the merchandise. <laughs> merchandise, merchandise. You know you want little chibi carrots along with all the other chibi straw hats. Come on. <laughs> A little chibi Yamato. That would be hilarious. I need it. <laughs> I need a I need a stuffy Yamato. She can sit right next there with my stuffy trunks and uh, I will ship them because why not? <laughs> Everything is possible here. <laughs> yes. Future trunks and Yamato. Tell me that's not a badass combo. Come on. Well, they kicked a lot. They would kick a lot of us. <laughs> Zamasu who? No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it I I I hope like the thing is is we're we have another break, so we're gonna have to wait longer to figure out are we even gonna continue with Zunisha's arrival? Or are we gonna do something else? It's because Odin's like, oh yes, we just got back from a break here. I'll drop all this. Here's this badass Luffy and Kaido fight. You like it, right? Yeah, it's doing good. Oh, here. Now, big mystery. Oh, back on break. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Don't want to be ya. <laughs> like, oh, no. You have the answers. Don't tease us. <laughs> he, do- he does have power over us. It's kind of crazy. Oh, he has so much power over us. It's just... <laughs> Like I said, it's for his health, so I understand, and I'm fine yep. with it. <laughs> uh, it's I, I I'm excited to see what the next one has, and it's just like the setup here is incredible, and I hope we get more Kaido versus Luffy. I want to find out about the Oni. I give us answers, damn it! <laughs> Stop giving us more questions. <laughs> I, I really hope when we get to the live action that we have breaks. Just, just you know get get on a roll and then have like a two-week break just to piss off all the fans who are yeah. watching <laughs> <laughs> sorry the show's going i'll see you guys later wait what <laughs> come back yeah yeah welcome to one piece <laughs> now you have the full experience <laughs> uh come on guys. come back please come back oh <laughs> uh, i'm telling you people aren't ready they're not ready no i don't think any of us are ready <laughs> like i'm trying to think of a live action show that 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 is close to the like the emotional roller coaster that one piece is because in the same and like the same episode you can be laughing like crazy crying pissed off like all you you experience everything (laughs) (laughs) i can't think of a show like that that's true it's it it does have this striking balance between everything that's going on and it's kind of insane how how deep the hooks are at the end of the day and like i said the world's not ready yep i am give me live action now (laughs) come on give it inject it in my veins i need more one piece (laughs) it turned into the emperor palpatine do it yes Uh, see most most people do drugs and then i do one piece okay so like you know i have like a game a new one piece game give it inject it right here come on <laughs> it's, it's like the best part speaking of we still haven't heard of that stupid game it's like <laughs> oh my god it's a drought come on guys new year started get us ready 
I, I can only hope that, you know, we haven't heard anything because they're hard at work. True. We, we did get uh, a My Hero game. So, you know, there's that. Battle Royale. Battle Royale One Piece. Wouldn't that be insane? No, I want One Piece Xenoverse. I want to make my own little pirate and go on an mm-hmm. adventure. <laughs> I'll be king of the pirates. Luffy staring at the distance. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. Forgive me. Uh, I can be. Uh... I just I, I, I want to be a part of the fleet. How about that? Let's settle for that. We're good. Ooh. <laughs> Raids against Kaido, part of the the Straw Hat fleet. Oh, that! Do you think the Straw Hat fleet's going to show up? Uh, I don't know. Is Zunisha here? I don't think so anymore. If it wasn't Zunisha, they were my my pick for the ones to show up. I would be very surprised if at least Bartomello doesn't show up, because you know he's watching Luffy's Vibra card like crazy, and that thing has been like burning down and then going back and then burning down. And then going True. Back. <laughs> he's just so I, I could just see him like full speed <laughs> he, he's just back and forth oh he's fine oh my god oh he's fine oh my god oh my god i need the new cover series to be that just <laughs> just a constant heart attack from poor Bart and Vileo. <laughs> and they're just like full speed ahead and they're like oh, okay no he's fine and then back at the full speed ahead again <laughs> Maybe they're on Zunisha now. Maybe they're like they got picked up by them because they just crashed uh, into it. That seems like something he would do. <laughs> Could you imagine the Straw Hat fleet riding on Zunisha to Marajoa? Oh, oh, what if that's the that's the shadow? Oh, <laughs> he's it's the giant Luffy. <laughs> God, that ship. The Straw Hats are attacking. Luffy has grown in size. Save yourself. (laughs) I do do need a cover story of him just freaking out. Because you know he has been. You know he's been like watching that Vivicar like a hawk. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely going insane, the poor guy. (laughs) Oh, it's it's, so much good stuff heading our way. I cannot wait. Well, you have to. Two weeks. Don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't help you. You have no choice. I was in denial. (laughs) Well, you know what we could do? Yes. And I'm seeing a lot of people doing it, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, especially uh, Murphy did it. Not not related to this. Other Murphy that we watched, the book reviewer, (laughs) did uh, a rating of the arcs. And I was like, well, what if we do that? Yeah, that's a good. I guess. Hey, listeners, I guess we got something for next week. So we, we can do we can do a special uh, either on your stream or my stream, so that way, uh, you know, we could actually have the the tier list seen. <laughs> get a little get a little visuals in there, <laughs> and then we could have angry chat when they're like, "How dare you put that that high?" And I'm like, "Ha, ah, my tier list. I'll put it where I want." <laughs> Where does Thriller Bark piss you off the most? There I shall put it. <laughs> and I'll have the rankings. They'll be awesome, good, and then uh, average, and then we'll have Long Ring. <laughs> oh, come on. We all know Long Ring is your number one. I take it back. We're not doing this. <laughs> but I want to put it on your first. <laughs> Did a whole episode just arguing. No, I refuse. 
debating the merits of long ring, long line. <laughs> just, just, just hacking my way in to make sure it's on the top one. And so, like, every time my editing skills shall be challenged. <laughs> I still fully believe Oda's going to make that the thing. I just, it makes too much sense. I, I can't wait for the short ring arc. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine Elbaf is just like the smallest island of them all? <laughs> I like when that was pointed out to me i was so pissed because like that makes complete sense oda would introduce the davy back way back then so that way you don't uh, suddenly break in the action where shanks is like by the way time out let's go over a davy back fight because that's in character <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. And then it long puts the rumors of, you know, oh, well, Oda, like, he did a filler arc. That's weird. (laughs) Huh. How clever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just thinking about it pisses me off. (laughs) I refuse to acknowledge that (laughs) arc. It's, it's... Like, it's so crazy that everyone is like, G8 has to be canon in the manga, and the whole Davy backfight is filler, but it's the other other way around. I'll be like, well, Oda's weakness to be like, ah, look, Oda does have missteps. He's not perfect. He'd be like, ah, that's what you thought. Back here. Look, <laughs> foreshadowed. I, uh, Fox- <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Actually, the Foxy Pirates are the true final enemy. Did you not realize oh, that? Right. Yeah, they're, they're, see, they're waiting on laugh tale and that 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 that's the one piece is the final davy back fight and the winner gets to be pirate king <laughs> it's, could you imagine that oda is just like the reason it's taking so long is because foxy's constantly hitting me with the slow slow beam that's, i can that's see that sbs <laughs> i can see him do that to sbs <laughs> That is the only reason it's taking so long. That's why it's canon that uh, One Piece takes a while. It was all foxy all along. I can totally see that. Like, why does One Piece take so long? Well, Foxy's been hitting me with the slow, slow beat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm innocent. (laughs) That is a totally Oda answer. (laughs) Oh, man. I, I hope. I we're gonna see it someday, and it's just gonna be even funnier. <laughs> I'm gonna read that chapter. I'm, I'm just gonna be like, no, I'm not doing a review. Screw it. <laughs> it's over. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to a new episode. I'm a little alone today. I refuse. <laughs> Suki is uh, enjoying his favorite new arc. <laughs> I'll become a bleach fan. <laughs> you know what? Oda Oda didn't know what he was doing. Look at Kubo over here. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just rename it for April Fools. Kubo is the real god. <laughs> uh, nothing against Bleach. Don't don't get it up on me. I love Bleach. I'm a big Rukia fan, but <laughs> oh, I don't man. Need hate mail from Bleach. <laughs> Dude, Bleach, man, that was. I remember reading One Piece, Bleach. I got the anime. I watched the anime of Bleach and One Piece. Oh man. There were times I had school and that was it. Yeah, the big three. Bleach, Naruto, and uh, One Piece. Crazy to think that One Piece is the one that's still going. The, the diff- no, Well, technically, because Bleach is coming back. 
Oh yeah, and Boruto. So technically, yeah. the big three are just so, yeah. They're still there. They've just had time skips, and whereas Luffy's like, "No, nah, I'm still on my journey." <laughs> <laughs> my time skip was only two years, you pussies. <laughs> I've been holding it down the entire time. All the, all these young kids coming up, they're like, "I'm gonna t- overtake you." Oh, you're adorable. <laughs> I want I want a cover where it's just like the the next generation Luffy standing there like. The hell are you? <laughs> you guys change. Have older, have older Naruto and older Ichigo, and then just have like the the chapter one Luffy standing. Yeah. <laughs> Where you've been? <laughs> I got this. <laughs> uh, oh, it was that would be so good. But I, I think I think it's sadly time to wrap up. What do you think? I think so too. I think I've uh, I'm now severely irritated thinking about long ring. So my job my job is well done. <laughs> uh, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a blast. And hey, if you want to stay up to date on One Piece, anything pop culture, be sure to check out murphysmultiverse.com. If you want to talk to us, share your opinions on what you're excited about in the latest chapters, and maybe even share your top arcs with us. You can find Suki on. Better not have long ring, and you can find me at, at Suki OK on uh, the Twitter and uh, twitch.tv slash Suki is OK on Twitch. And you can find me on at that bell, T H A T A B R L on Twitter. And be sure to spam Suki with long ring is the best. Don't art. you dare. Don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag long ring is trending. <laughs> like, oh. Suki loves long ring. Hashtag. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time. Later.